0: welcome into the i-80 club it is a Wednesday night in the club but it's a Thursday edition you know how Jack Jack Mitchell Josh Peterson Jack you know how how uh unlike NFL it's like Thursday Night football Saturday edition that's what this is this is Wednesday night
1: in the club in the club I like Thursday wow. nights in the club I like Thursday yeah? nights in the club there because the next day is Friday uh and I know we do it Wednesday is. nights but uh Thursday nights are are nice. Are nice. I just uh, and it took me away from a football game that uh, nobody wants to hear about your fantasy team, but it's very frustrating for no. me from a fantasy perspective. That's all I'll say. I want. Do you have Mark Andrews? No, I don't. But they just sent Lamar Jackson to the tent, and I about freaked out. Uh, but I think yeah, he's, he's back. Okay.
0: Thankfully, he's back on the field. Okay, go.
1: Yeah, I got. It's one of those yeah. games where I have Jackson and and I also have Chase and Mixon. So it, and I'm going against the Ravens' nice. defense. So it's like one of those games where everything rides on it. So. I'm excited mm, excited for, for points the, for the third quarter for the, ho- hopefully it'll be a get to see the whole third quarter after this is over, which I think we will. so nice. Gene says I nice. have the best hat of this generation. do you guys do people remember when there was like a run on these hats when they first came out? It yes. was uh, yeah, I remember I was in Kansas City. I was in Kansas City for like it would have been like the equivalent of this week this weekend when Nebraska played there and played Texas Tech. Patrick Mahomes was at the game. And we went out Friday night. They played They played USC maybe, I think, Friday, and beat them and then played Texas Tech the next night. Like the year Texas Tech went to the championship uh, and Texas Tech killed them. But we went out Friday night after the game in Kansas City and it was the Monday night that the Chiefs played the Rams. Do you remember that Monday night game when the Chiefs played the Rams and everyone was like, was that the Classic best? game. Yeah, we. Were, I was in Kansas City going out that night and um, – and like we went out with like Jake Mulehausen and uh, and a bunch of people that that in the Nebraska basketball program and a bunch of them had these hats and they were out in public yet and they said, oh, M- Miles gave Adidas or Adidas gave Miles like twenty of them so he gave them to people. They're not putting them out for sale. And I was like, you got to be kidding me! You got to get me one. And then like a month later, they put them out for sale. Everybody went nuts. So
0: I have one. It's I don't wear it very often because it on the top. It's like. It's like there's too much material.
1: Oh, I should sad. go grab it.
0: It's like there's too this much material, so it feels like kind of pokey, like a little, like a point at the very top. I'm not a fan. And I don't wear this
1: between, like, March, February, and, and November, so it, hopefully it'll last me a long time. So it fits well. I don't know why they made it in gray instead of, like, black or red or a normal color, but whatever. So that it's great. And this was the okay sign once. They don't make it anymore, so.
0: Oh yeah, I have the I have the football one cuz Frost had it that year and that was super yeah, you know cool. popular those too. Those were cool too. Yeah. Yeah, it I think it was when I moved one time, um it it got like a bend where it's a sharp bend and so I stopped uh, wearing that hat too. So, not yeah. great. Not great. That's sad. That's yeah. sad. Yeah. All right, how's everybody feeling here? Is it how
1: have people have people done the thing where like you're despondent after the the game, you're like there's no way they're going to win it's a mess it's a disaster the offense can't do everything and then every day you feel just a lit you feel about you know like Matt rule says get one percent better you feel one percent more confident every day afterwards and then by the time Saturday gets here you're you're right back where you started ready to go psyched up anybody feel that way or not I don't know I don't know.
0: Jack, you know what I've sensed this week? I mean, the quarterback conversation has just completely dominated, and I know we had some of it today in, in the various chat channels and, you know, who's going to be the starter and, and what's going on there. And It seems like that has – it hasn't overtaken things like it was earlier in the week, but it definitely seems like it has driven a lot of the discussion, mm. in, uh, especially over the last couple of days, wondering who's going to be the starter and, and, you know, you go from there.
1: It's such a bizarre situation because normally when you have – a who's going to be the starter situation, you've got, it's between two people. And like, is is it, you know, and is it one healthy enough or the other going to play? Rarely do you have it between three people where two of them are kind of injured, one is not injured. The one who's not injured was the starter at the beginning of the year. (laughs) This Mm -hmm. is the most, I mean, if you think about it, this is one of the most unique, crazy quarterback, like November quarterback, uh, I don't know if "controversies" is the word, but decisions that you'll ever see, given that it's three deep and given the roles have shifted so many times and given that one guy involved in it has only played, what was that drive? Nine plays? Ten plays? Yeah. This entire season. It's crazy. all only
0: played this year. And and before that, it was a year ago that the last time that we saw him out there. Yeah. So... uh, And
1: it it sounds like it's going to be Chubba, as as you were saying in some of the chats. And I don't know, like, do you feel like you have any idea what to expect, either based on what you saw on Saturday or what you saw from him last year at all? Because
0: I don't feel like I do. I don't know what to expect. No. I mean, honestly, I feel like, you know, if anything's going to happen, it will probably result in turnovers. You know, it's I don't I just don't. I feel like Jack—we're having the same conversation we did earlier in the year. How much is the offense going to change? You know, like I don't think that we're going to see any option, um, or not much option. Like I feel like that part of the the game plan is going to be totally disappearing. Otherwise, though, I don't—I just don't know what really changes. I'm hoping that they hand the ball off to to Emmett Johnson a ton, and you know that everything else after that looks kind of good. I assume but, you know, be for few- the record, I.
1: I was just saying, I assume there'll be few fewer quarterback runs in general, planned called quarterback runs in general, even beyond the option.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what was I would figure too. Yeah. And, and for those who missed it, because I saw a comment a few minutes ago from from Josh, and he says, really sounding like Chubble will start. Everything that I am hearing is not only that he is going to start, but that he is getting all of the first team reps. I've heard that now from multiple people throughout this week, that he is getting all of the first team reps and uh, Harburg is going to miss the last two games of the season. He is he is injured. He is really hurt. And so it's, as, as Rule said on Monday, you know, he went through that, that discussion, Jack, and it was a tweet that kind of made the rounds where it was like, you know, you have Harburg, and he's really, really hurt, and Chubb is also dealing with something, but Jeff Sims is healthy. And it's like, okay, well, I feel like that should have given a ton of info to people that, it's not going to be Sims, barring, you know, everyone else just being really, really banged up. And I think Chuba. I mean, Chubba, again, from what I'm hearing, Chuba is healthy enough because he is getting all of the first team reps. And so he is going to be the starter. Yeah. So it, uh,
1: apparently was a groin situation that he's got to have surgery for eventually.
0: Um, I was told he was supposed to have surgery today. It, originally, it was scheduled for today.
1: Which is. I have heard people talking about that, which I don't understand exactly. So he was then just gonna raise a white flag on the rest of the season. Then I guess so. You know, and what I know a that weird time to schedule I know- it. Like when? I, yeah, I have many questions. I know you don't necessarily have answers, but like, when did you schedule it? And then why would you schedule it this week instead of what eleven days from now or whatever?
0: Yeah, sure. 12 yeah, the days se- from yeah. now? Jack, the season's over in eight days. The season is over a yeah, week e- from now. Yeah, tomorrow. not even... Yeah, eight no? days. was Eight days. Yeah. The, yeah. Is, Why, not? Why not do that? Yeah, and, and I wish... You, you just said, like, I don't have all the answers. There's one part of this whole week that I have not been able to hear anything about, and that is the whole Chubba didn't run the play he was supposed to. Like, he actively didn't run the play he was supposed to. And the whole report or whatever the rumor that was going around that his parents were mad and i don't remember where that was originally come where that originally came from you remember that, that i only saw it here so i don't know where i didn't oh, okay. hear it was that just in here? here okay but so but maybe oh, was it sean because i remember sean said something, oh yeah that's so maybe, right maybe Some, it, yeah. that maybe it came on one of his shows that yeah yeah so oh gary that's who it was it was gary gary said it on his show so I haven't, I, for the record, I have not heard that. So I know that that's kind of like a key piece to this week. Um, but I haven't heard that. I, I reached out to somebody asking if they had heard that. They told me that they had not. So other, otherwise, you know, that's kind of what I know you know, about Which, Chubba and, and what's going if, on. But, yeah, if, the, the surgery in-season, Jack, a week, not even a week and a half, a week and a day before it comes to an end is just so, so if weird.
1: If all of those things are true, how insane is it that he's starting this game then? <laughs> like, if he was supposed to be recovering from surgery, if his parents allegedly didn't even want him to play, uh, if he hasn't played at all, and they're still going to go with it? Like, they're, they're, yeah. they're still going to go with that. Even despite those things, like you are that you are you are picking a guy who is injured and his parents don't want him to play over playing Jeff Sims at this point.
0: Yeah. It's, that's why, yeah, I Chess mean, says some of the information out there has to be false if he's getting the start. I agree. I, just, I, I that's I like what how, I'd say. I that's kind of the yeah. point I'm making. Yes. I like how Mark phrases, he says, I don't think he ran the wrong play. I think it was a read play that was going to get blown up and he ran and threw it. I, I just I think that he screwed up, but I don't think like it just. It seemed like Jack. Some of the conversation on Saturday was that he he had the play and he said, "I'm not going to do that play." I don't believe that. That's the part that seems okay.
1: very weird. So wh- you know, how I understand, talking about.
0: I'll tell you how
1: how I assumed and understood it, and you can tell me if this is what you did too. And you guys can to chat to. I ass- I assumed he was going to supposed to hand it off, and he was. He looked up, saw what he saw, and just pulled it back and never handed it off, as almost if it was like a. Play action play, basically is what mm-hmm. I assume, and that was the way that he didn't run the play, that he decided not to hand it off in that situation. Does that make sense? Okay. And so it was a. Yeah, read I need that, to rewatch the play. I a read think. that wasn't ne- necessarily wasn't necessarily given to him on the play, but that he made, I guess, is what I would say. Yeah. Now, what I what I did wonder is if that was supposed to be the play, would and and he threw it. I'm surprised there weren't any linemen downfield illegally. Mm. When you call a run and you and you're run blocking and you play a pass, wouldn't mm-hmm. there be a good chance there's some linemen downfield illegally in that situation? Or maybe they didn't. Who knows? Maybe they got pushed back so much that they weren't downfield. But that was the only thing that I thought of. But it's a weird yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a weird deal. It's it's a weird deal if they ran that. And it does make you wonder, like, okay, what if they did run that play and it was a loss? Right? First question does Maryland take a timeout right then? Do you think? Um uh, yeah, what was the timeout situation like for the two timeouts? Th- now I don't know they had exactly two. how many. Yeah, time they was definitely take the one. one. They had two. And so that's what I keep wondering about this thing too. Everybody's talking about the third down play. But even if you ran if you ran it three times in a row, Maryland probably uses all of its timeouts uh in that situation too. So
0: yeah, so on third down, when they take the snap. There is 3.37 – well, there are 3.37 left at the end of that play when, the ball, is, when, the, uh, when uh, the ball is intercepted. So they run it. Three, Maybe they okay. don't take a timeout, Jack, and they let the ball – if you have two timeouts and three minutes, that's when, plenty of time. Do you time. know when the, the first, first down you play only was need run? A field goal. Do
1: you know when the first down play was run?
0: No, the 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 play-by-play chart that I'm looking at right now doesn't have it. I'm sure I could find it if someone, if someone has a faster way to do that so I don't have to start typing during the podcast. But I'm sure that the first down – since it was what? You have an incomplete pass in there, and then you have the run. I'm guessing that it was probably a little over four minutes when they took the yeah, – the maybe they wouldn't have called down. timeouts. I don't know. Either way, well,
1: then Nebraska could have run the clock, and they should have run the clock completely down too. Correct. Um, as well. Correct. Okay, Chess asked an interesting question. Rate the third down pass play on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being Mike Riley, Illinois, uh, 10 being Kyle Shanahan on any given Sunday. Uh,
0: um, I, would I would say I would say a two. three.
1: Yeah. Okay. We're in the same place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The, uh, the We're in the same place. Obviously, you know, Mike Riley or a lot of people said it before, The the that was Tommy Armstrong screwing up, but it was still horrific. And so, like, I'll just grade the whole play together. Mike There was Rally's not as big
1: an upside downside. on that one as there was. That one was a little worse. No,
0: no and there was, was less time. Upside. If they run yeah. the ball, Illinois would get the, yes. the ball back with, like, 15 right. seconds. Right. So, like, the game was literally so the, over. That one was you know? worse. Whereas this but, one, it's mostly over.
1: Yeah. No, I am not in the, uh, I am not in the, it was a good aggressive call camp whatsoever on that for what it's worth. Uh, Not at all. You play the, you play the probabilities in that situation. Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like it. I still don't like it. I didn't like it going into the play. I was yelling at the TV before the play
0: saying Mm
1: -hmm. run it. Saying kick the field goal essentially, but assuming that they would run it first. And heck, you could run it, you could score too. I mean, you could make an argument. You got a better chance scoring running the ball than you do passing the ball in that situation. Even Emmitt Johnson not, had just had a
0: twenty nine yard run. Like
1: running is surrendering. <laughs> That's the weird thing about this discussion. Thank- Everyone's acting like they were going to. W- w- they're being called on to take a knee. No, run a good find Correct. a find a good running. You know whatever's been working in the running game or is in that situation, but um no i'm not yeah is there a different past that's that the would part
0: that's annoyed the hell out of me jack is you know it's so funny because I'm, I'm realizing like man why are we talking so much about this play and i realized this is the first pod that we've done since saturday so that we you and i haven't had a chance to discuss it yeah. in the club we did a little bit on monday and so in a way i've like moved past it but yeah, me too. um in in you know you it's just ask, though it yeah. is i i hate it i hated the binary aggressive versus cowardice it's like no the the best description i think that i could come up with jack was it wasn't a pass play to try to take the lead when you're trailing if they would have been down 10 to 7 i think that we're having a much different conversation and so that's where being aggressive i think maybe fits the conversation yes, a yes. little bit better because it's like do you want to tie the game exactly. and go to overtime and then have to ask your offense to score again in a game where they didn't score yes. no but it wasn't 100%. it wasn't a three point game they were they were tied and so i just And I say this as someone who loves aggressiveness. I loved what Dan Campbell did. Sure that the Chargers wouldn't get a chance to go back on the field. So um, I really hated that discussion. um, And it's, you know, it's been pretty frustrating that that it it became this choice of aggressiveness versus, you know, being cowardice. Am I not working? Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hold on. I was on, worried, hold, I was hold worried on. that Jack's internet was was struggling too. Can you too. hear me? I don't know what it looks like on everyone else's end, but it, there's always this moment where his the voice doesn't match up with the face, and I'm like, uh oh. Oh, he says I pulled a cord or something. Oh Lord. Okay, well. Jack, your internet was struggling too, so I think it's a little bit of both. So, yeah. Uh some other uh some- when you can predict the outcome through the distraction. And he adds, I was in a tree stand. Uh, Bruce continues to comment about Jack not going to the Iowa game. Bruce, we will talk about that at some point in time, I'm sure. Jack, you're back. Sorry. I don't know. I, I Am I still not? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't internet. I moved my office. Your think- internet that tonight, though, for the record. Fuck. <sighs> Uh, I know I, I don't know why you're not listening to me. I'm I'm not lying. Your internet you're just like your voice is you'll didn't talk you and s- then well, like It's not that I'm not listening to you. I just hadn't heard you say
1: that till that moment, so I'm reacting to the current thing I'm hearing in that moment. It's not a okay. lack of listening. I listened to what you said.
0: Well, I said that like 30 seconds ago, and you were like, no, I, it's not my... It's
1: I was, I was disconnected at that point, and I know something happened that was not with my internet at that moment. So I didn't mm. know that that meant... I mean, if you really want me to get legalistic about it, I didn't know that you meant you were previously having problems. I thought you were diagnosing that current problem as being the internet. No. Just to explain why I acted mm. the way that I did. Okay. Sorry, Lawyer Jack. Um... All right. What we're uh, yeah. All right. We we put, put that play play to bed now. Uh, we agree on that. I agree okay. with you on that whole yeah. thing. I don't. even I mean, I can't even. Yeah. Uh, one more. One more thing. Hold on. I gotta say, I can't even imagine why the coaches would have ever done it that way. I can't even imagine why they thought that was the thing to do. And I agree with the, the, what you yeah. said completely, Josh. Uh, it's weird how people are acting like a field goal didn't win the game. Like, uh, 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 you know, a, a real aggressive team wins by seven, not
0: by three, huh? Like yeah. what? Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, We want to win the game. That's awesome. Me too. Yeah. A field goal wins the game. A 13-10 to 10 victory thing. is a 13-10 to 10 victory. Same thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was, the, the, I don't know if you heard me, but I made a comparison to what the Lions did on Sunday yeah. where I really loved the aggressiveness because that game was tied and it was in a different scenario where they were trying to keep the Chargers off the field. There was a question earlier, one more I guess about this. There was a comment, um, like, is there a pass play that you would have run differently? And the answer is no, mainly because of who the quarterback is. The thing, Jack, like I, in theory, I understand what they were trying to do, but Matt Rule said it on Monday. We also like probably should have repped that again with, with Chuba, And it's like, yeah, if he doesn't know the play or if you don't trust him, the wide receivers ran the wrong route. Like they weren't separated enough. It was a horrible threat. Like it just, it didn't work. from front I guess, front to
1: back. I guess to the extent that you've got something in the, your playbook where if it's there, you throw it, otherwise you throw it away or some kind of a. A route into the corner, a fly route into the corner where it's either going out of bounds or he's catching it. If those exist, I go with those. But no, not that much. I mean, I'm running it. Running the clock. Make him take a timeout, kick the field goal, get the crowd going berserk, uh, you know, play back in black while the defense comes out Well, you got a bowl. All you gotta do is get them two to a fourth down and there's a bowl game on the line and they've gotta be they've gotta be more aggressive too then than they were. Yeah, no.
0: Whatever. Whatever.
1: Whatever. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm not over it, but I'm saying hey, over
0: you it. asked a question. I want to go back to the quarterback for a moment. Like what does it say? What does it say about all of this? Are you surprised um that Sims is essentially not an option? Healthy Sims is not an option <laughs> I mean, over banged up Chubba. I still don't I mean,
1: who knows? They may still put Sims
0: in after Chubba has a few drives and it doesn't go well. I mean For the record, I have heard the plan is to not play him anymore this year. Okay. Well, um, I mean, no.
1: yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, because obviously the turnovers with him are more frequent than any of the other quarterbacks in the time that he's played, right? So, turnovers are the problem. He right now looks to be the quarterback from what we know, in games at least, that is the most likely to turn it over. So... Yeah, you're kind of p- committing malpractice if you put in the guy who you know is most likely or you believe is most likely to turn the ball over, despite whatever advantages, what other advantages that you might get with him. Um because like do you know is Chuba? I don't cuz I don't know what Chuba is still. I have no idea, Josh, what Chuba is. I don't yeah. know if he's if he's what we saw last year where he looked like he was in over his head. I don't know if he is You know that drive. If that drive is, you know, really who he is, or if that was just kind of not enough, big enough sample at this point, I don't know how he's progressed or not progressed over the course of the last year. I don't know if Whipple was even coaching him last year, right? I don't know if he's really been coached a lot this year. I don't. I I don't know any of these things. I have no idea. So they've they've seen him in practice to some degree, but but yeah, I think that they're basically saying, look. And 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 they know more than we do about whatever's going on with Sims and his issues. So they just don't see that as feasible right now, unless they have to do it. I think with him yeah. because he just it, the, the 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 turnovers are going to come with him, and they must feel like we got to at least see we got to at least see if Chubba might not turn it over, right? And, and I, when yeah. I say might not turn it over, I mean not turn it over one out of ten plays or whatever, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I, so I think that you're almost going with him um, because, you know, it's like this this exciting unknown versus, you know, like, I mean, Sims isn't an unknown anymore. We know what he is. But I wonder if there's there's something about that, too. I just – I don't think you can trust him, you know. And I think it's been that way for a while, but I think that the last – Uh, the last, what two games, no, two out of the last three games, he's coming, right? He came in against Purdue. That whole drive was a disaster even before the fumble, um, that was returned for a touchdown. That drive was bad. He was snapping the ball when guys were in motion again. Um, he's, he's turning the ball and, uh, you know, screwing up where the handoff is. And then he fumbles and it's returned for a touchdown. And then it's funny. I think we talked about this with you, Jack, on our show on Monday. There are times where he'll like get the ball and he drops back and it's like, Wow, it just just it does look good, you know. Like I can see why they were enamored with him, and then he'll turn the ball over and shit hits the fan, and it's t- it's yeah. just done, and he is totally totally I, done, and that's that's again what happened. I was wait, I was again reminded. Oh, I see why people were excited about it. Yeah. and then I'm like, oh, that's right. I remember why everyone wanted him when first. he wasn't
1: turning over. It looked better than it did by far with Harburg. I'll say that. It just looks smoother, and it ran, you know. More efficiently, it
0: looked. The it turnovers looked, looked normal. It looked, they looked like normal turnovers. It
1: looked like a normal college football, more of a normal college football offense. Right when he would take snaps and and pass it yeah. until the turnovers happen, and then you're just like, oh no, we can't, uh, we can't do this. So yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's it's Chuba, and at least the possibility out there that he is not going to be a turnover machine. We don't. The difference is we don't know that he is at this point, and that alone is what it takes. To be ahead of this quarterback race right now. That said, Josh, there was a question I thought that was interesting here uh, on the uh, in the i eighty club that was discussed in the chat today, which was: So, what do we think the offense looks now? Looks like now with Chuba probably in charge. And my thought is that look, if if they were still passing on third down in that situation we just discussed, and they've got Chuba who isn't going to be able to be the running force on his own that the other two quarterbacks probably are, at least with called runs. Guys, they're still going to throw it around in this game. I have no doubt about it. They're going to throw it around. I bet they throw it more in this game than they did in the past. More? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't, and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I would. I'm just saying this Satterfeld- Whoever's called – however rule, however much rule input input rule has is like they're never not going to throw it. And why would they? Why would they not throw it now when they've got Purdy in, who they don't at least right off the bat ha- have to worry about him being a turnover machine, and maybe they trust him more to throw it than they do Harburg, especially. But
0: why? Why would they trust him more? Um. Be, well, maybe. If he's been third string and they have never gone to him this whole season, why would they trust him more? I mean, Harburg, Harburg throwing the ball was just tough to watch
1: to some degree. Like, it would not—and and I still haven't seen enough of Purdy, but I wouldn't rule out that that Purdy right now is, is showing a, in practice to be a better passer than Harburg is. But that alone wasn't enough to have him play. That that wouldn't surprise me. I I, I just so I'm, I'm looking, I could be Jack. Wrong. I'm
0: looking at the numbers. So they've they've thrown 209 passes this year. So they're essentially averaging 21 per game. Recent weeks, they've thrown 21 times. That was the Maryland game. 28 times, and you include the sacks, and you're talking about you know 35 plus dropbacks. 11 times versus Purdue. 17 versus Northwestern. 24, 25, 18, etc. What what like which of those numbers sounded like something that you could see for this week? Um Are you thinking north of 20? Probably 20 or right below.
1: I'm not I'm just I think there are some people who are thinking it's going to be 8 to 10, right? 10 to
0: 12. Oh, no. yeah, okay. For the, I'm not thinking that. I thought when you were saying more, I thought you were talking about like in the 25 to 30 range. No, I just no, I guess I didn't explain what
1: yeah. I think it'll be in the, it'll be in the higher half of what they've done this year. That I guess that's what I would say. Okay. They're not they're I don't think they're going to I think they like to pass. <laughs> I think they like to pass. Exactly. I think they want to pass. I think they would have stopped passing now if they were going to stop passing.
0: Yeah. And I don't, I don't see I don't any understand. reason that- I hope you're wrong. I'm hoping that this is finally the game where we see Emmett Johnson get over 20 carries. I know that I've been asking for that for weeks now. Um, you know, he had his most this last week he had 17. So I'm hoping that that number can get close to 20. If not above 20, I think it'd be stupid. You know, like I I have really tried to give Satterfield some grace, really tried to give him some grace because he has been put into a horrific situation this year. But if they drop back that many times, the way that you're describing that, I mean, it's stupid. It would just be asinine to do so. I don't disagree. Yeah, I know. Barring, barring Jack them running into the line over and over and over, and Emmett Johnson is just not picking up any yards, and they're like, you know, we have to do this to open it up. And but, let me add on the other uh, reason. The
1: the other reason, too, is that they're going to have Billy Kemp back, and they're going to be more confident about it, too. Yeah, They'll have maybe. Billy Kemp back in closer to 100%. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I kind of hope I'm wrong, because I honestly would shut it down and go ultra-conservative. Th- that's what I would do. I would shut it down. I would go single digit passing at, or or just crazy conservative passes, low risk passes, tons of those. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And I would give Em and there's no way Emmett Johnson would have fewer than 20 carries. As long as Emmett Johnson has a has an average over four, he's getting more carries in my book. So that that's what I would do. I just I, don't, I keep feeding him in. I just don't think Satterfield, Satterfield's obviously not the same mind as me with this offense.
0: No. you want. I wonder um, about the relationship that he has with, like, Fedoni, with Kemp. Um, and I don't mean relationship off the field. I mean, like, which guys in his limited experience of getting reps, which guys is he going to gravitate towards? For you Chubba? know, like, Harper came on the field, and it was very obvious that him and Fedoni – um, you know that they they were connecting pretty well, right? Like he target, he always targets him a lot. He ends up overthrowing him a ton, and it results in you know interceptions for the other team. Um, so who is that guy? Who's the guy that Chuba drops back and and leans on? You well, know? if he'd he have been playing is, with is the it third- like Malachi, is it one of the receivers?
1: He might have played with those guys at the beginning of the season. Yeah, on the scout team for sure. Lloyd and Malachi, perhaps those guys would have been on the second and third team at the beginning of the season. Man, do you remember that Marcus Washington was on this team?
0: <laughs> he is the it's so, it's so I was talking weird. about this with somebody. He's the third most, he is the third most like catches or yards for the whole team. <laughs> I no. Know, I know. It's ridiculous. Jack, it's freaking ridiculous, man.
1: Yeah. The third
0: most. By the way, I'll I'll tell you
1: what passes I want to see too when you're passing. When I talk about low red, ra- w you've got you got Thomas Fedoni, who's like looks like a you know, like a basketball player out there. Why do you, why are you not getting him, especially when teams are playing zone, just sitting down in the middle, doing pop passes, doing all kinds of high percentage tight end passes, drag routes across there. I mean, why are why is it, are they not getting the ball on his hands more often, it, and and not at high levels of difficulty? Easy passes to fidoni to have the ball in his hands.
0: Okay, yeah. he, he may. They don't I run mean, those routes. What? What'd I said because they don't run those routes. Yeah, I know that's they don't crazy. Run, they don't do those types. It's of It's crazy.
1: Routes. It's crazy. That's what this te- you want more passes. That's what this team needs in terms of more passes. Yeah. Why aren't they getting the getting Emma Johnson out of the backfield more on little corner routes, drag routes, and stuff, or not drag routes, but like wheel routes on the outside? Like, where's I want some more creativity with different guys catching passes with this whole thing.
0: But th- when they're going to Fedoni, Jack, I wonder how much of that is the-, the guys not knowing the playbook, you know, maybe I don't know. But when they're going to Fedoni, it's, you know, 10, 12, 15 yards down the field. It feels like usually, and he gets overthrown in those cases. Yeah. Um, Chess, real quick, Jack, Chess says, I don't think they're throwing too much. I think they're calling the wrong pra- pass plays. Like, that's crazy, man. Like, I think they are throwing too much. They dropped back 35 plus times against Michigan State and I don't want to relitigate the the play from a few minutes ago, but they definitely threw the ball one too many times against Maryland. Like it's ridiculous what they're doing, and I get it. They they have both. you know like they're among the the third or fourth fewest throwing teams, least throwing teams in the country. Um, so it's not it's not like they're doing anything crazy in terms of their run to pass ratio. But I would still say that they should be running more than they than they they have this year. Again, part of this is my I am so freaking bullish on Emmett Johnson. And I've been frustrated that he hasn't been getting the ball more in these recent games where it's like 12, 13, 13, 17. Like, I want to see him get the ball more. But someone else asked a question a few minutes ago. Do they not trust him? You know, are they worried about his size? And it makes me wonder how real that is. That doesn't even,
1: I can't even imagine that. Why would you not trust him for what reason? He's averaging five yards a carry. He's been solid. He hasn't turned the ball over what has happened on the field that would make them not trust him?
0: Like they're worried about him getting hurt, not not trust like him okay, as a well. runner. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm with you too. I'm rolling my eyes with it. But that's that's been like a theory that people have had over the last few weeks because of his size, that maybe that's why they're not giving him the ball more. And if that's true, like... That sucks because he's really good. So they're giving he's really the, good. He's getting so, you yards. So having the quarterbacks running, they're all getting hurt. I mean. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, okay, that, so that's why I don't buy that. So that's why I'm figuring it, it maybe is something. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't.
1: I, Josh, I think it goes to what I said. I think they like to pass. I think they like to pass. And they're going to skew yeah. pass. And I still think they will. I, I think they will. Yeah. And maybe it'll work this time. And I hope I'm wrong, but that's just my gut feeling. And I think you you may be right what you're saying too about Purdy not shouldn't shouldn't make you feel more confident in passing. But I think just that it's a new quarterback will give them a new lease on their passing life. Yeah, that's what I think from the, from the coaching um, situation. Chess says, Josh, what do you think Satterfield would say if you told him they throw the ball too much?
0: Oh, he'd probably disagree, and that's fine. They're throwing it 21 times a game, but I'd also say, what was so what's your excuse for what you did against Michigan State? You know, what's your excuse I wonder, for, I, again? I think they threw the ball one too many times against Maryland. You know, what I, I just well, I wonder I'd what he would say, they say to me I I if I thought the to ball. ask him if Emmett Johnson should be getting more carries when he's averaging five yards a carry. See, I think that's the more fun question. It's not, are you raw, raw passing? Are you throwing the ball too much? It's more, why? Why isn't Emmett getting the ball more? What is it about yeah. him because they would have an answer and I'm guessing that it's an answer that we just don't know about from seeing him in practice cuz the raw production is very very good. You know, mm-hmm. uh, my favorite stat about him and I say this every week is like look at his carries, look at his yards per carry and then look at his long cuz his long isn't very long. It's in the 20s. Every week, Jackie has a carry of 25, 26, yeah. 29 yards. It's not yes, it's not a 50-yard run. It's not <laughs> not Joshua Fleeks against Michigan, you know, where his yards per carry is super inflated because of one carry this season. Uh, Emmett Johnson is not. Emmett Johnson is a very consistent running back, and so part of it is, you know, that I want, I just want him to get the ball more instead of them dropping back and throwing. Certainly, I don't want them running the option as much, and, you know, I think that that's going to go by the wayside.
1: I have some bigger picture questions and thoughts uh, about this game and about the rest of the season. I'm curious what you think about Josh and what the chat thinks about as well. Um if if they don't win on on Saturday um in the immediate aftermath and I guess there's still the Iowa game to come and maybe I could ask this game to and say at the end of the season they go 0 and 2 but how much of this how much of the season is going to feel like a missed opportunity um given the defense and the schedule how much of it is going to feel like just a freaking you know all of these weird injury situations just a weird season after it's all over i just like i just wonder how much of this like fear of missing out there's going to be retrospectively about this season if it doesn't happen given what the defense is and given what the schedule and what the entire big 10 really was this year
0: what when you say they missed out on something what what would you describe you think them missing out on
1: i think missing out on on being in the what being in the 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 thick of or or winning the division race having getting 7 8 wins that type of a situation missing out on having a really good season compared to what the expectations were before the year and getting momentum rolling within this program that would translate into next year through bull practices through having seven, eight wins, through confidence, through developing players, through all of those things that would carry on forward. And instead, if you in on this big fart noise of two more losses, making it four losses in a row. Four in a row. I mean, imagine the difference in momentum that takes you into next season compared to seven seven wins during this year and a bowl yeah. game in, in Nashville or Jacksonville or wherever.
0: Yeah, I'm happy that you answered it that way because I agree. Um, I'm really, really worried that this season is going to end with four straight losses and all of the progress. um, And I think that this is still a season of progress. It will not. It will feel very empty. It will be very empty calories. Like Brendan says, people are going to hate this. But even with the injuries, missing a bowl game against this schedule would be a failure. I agree. I agree. It would be, especially given that they were a five and three football team. And they were on the doorstep of it, and given that they were a five and four football team and they were literally on the doorstep of taking the lead with a few minutes right. to go versus Maryland, you know, Josh, if they go one and
1: if they go on four to end it, probably none of them are going to be blowouts. They're all going to be close losses. Correct. Probably. And, and, and that's we're gonna gonna talking about a loss.
0: Yeah. We're talking about a loss upcoming. You know, if, if you play out the string, one of those losses is going to be against a Wisconsin team that has seemed to just totally fall apart this year. Yeah. And the quotes that are coming out of Madison are horrific right now. The other one would be like it's going to be the team that wins the Big 10 West in Iowa. And so like they are good to a, to a point. Obviously their defense and special teams are excellent, but it is one of the the worst offenses in the entire country. Um and and that would be at home on Black Friday. And so it's just you you lose the momentum and and that, it's funny Jack like John and I are going to do a topic tomorrow that Dirk Dirk kind of planted a you know an earworm for me when i was listening to the to the pick 6 pod this morning but he talked about like it would almost be better if they were a 3 and 9 team versus a 5 and 7 team because when you're 3 and 9 at least you'd be able to kind of like ah oh, hey they'll be they'll be better they'll be they'll they'll get back and they're you know oh well this would be horrible they're 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 two losses away from it turning into this giant what if and like i think the worst part and maybe the most problematic part And this is me thinking about it, too, as someone who does content every day for four hours is the coaches would have a lot to they would have to take on a ton of blame. You know, it's one thing. It's one thing to lose these games and to say they're injured. They are. They're down to their third street quarterback. They are. What can you expect from your quarterback? And, And like all of those points will be fair, but it will also be insanely fair to look at that and say. But, like, what were they doing in that moment? And what were they doing in that moment? And why, why did they make that decision? You know, whether it's all the way down to a play, Maryland, or why was Anthony Grant on the field? Like, all of that stuff just bubbles right back up to the surface. Jack, let's say you're right for this weekend. Let's say they throw the ball around a ton. That opens yourself up to massive amounts of criticism because why are you throwing the ball around 20-plus times with your third-string quarterback, you know, in this game, in this environment? And so it's, uh, like, they got to get, they have, they have to get a win, even though they have, they have matched the number of wins a lot of people expected them to have. Five wins would have been great, but, you know, you know, Jack, how we said, and I'll give it up to you, but you know how after the Minnesota loss, we heard that whole, it's not that they lost, it's how they lost? Man. This would be the epitome of not all five and seven seasons are treated equal because Scott Frost finished four and eight in his first season, and that was viewed as a success. This would be viewed as a massive, massive failure. Josh,
1: it's it's the Minnesota game or all these individual games during the Scro- Scott Frost era on a macro level in a season is yeah. what it would be. Yeah. Right? Where you have yeah. the oh, crap moment, and then everything falls apart for the rest of the way after that, which is terrible because – because the entire idea of bringing Matt rule in and Matt rule was doing this was trying to clean that that thought process, clean that psychological garbage out of the program right now and to have the season basically mirror those games is a it's just a it's a rough look for his, you know, for that concept right now. I mean this Wisconsin game actually Josh, in a ton of ways is is obviously a big one, but it's a big one for like, Proof of concept for Matt Rule, and it, it, it involves so many of the things, Josh, that he hammers home in terms of of philosophy, right? It hammers home, it you know, O and O, forget what's happened in the past, start anew, don't let the other things get you down, right? Where he's trying to get past the oblique moment, number one. It goes to, hey, road environment, Cold weather, November, we're built for these types of games in November in the Big Ten. It's it's all of these things. We're going up against a team that, as it sounds like, may be kind of mentally fragile, at least in some ways, right now. And Matt Rule is trying to build a team that's the exact opposite. So this should be a mismatch mentally right now in this game. Nebraska come in should come in with a huge edge if we see proof of concept here. With this whole thing. This is a test of the Matt Rule psychological game in this game against Wisconsin, Josh. It is going to yeah. be a stamp of approval on it or a wow, well, it was a nice thought, but it's not there yet in terms of where you want to be. Doesn't mean it can't be there, but it's not there in the way that I thought it had started to get into this program if they lose this game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They got it. Dude, they got to do it. They got they they got to find a way to do it. And, and big red easy, he says it a is it a failure if we overachieved original expectations? Josh, I can't remember. Did you predict a bowl year one? Uh, let me scroll back up real fast. I get what you mean based off how the season went, though. I did. I thought they'd go six and six. Um, I didn't think that they would start off five and three. And I for the one for the right, like I think it's okay to adjust midstream and to then view a season as a success or a failure based upon how you viewed it in the moment. You know, I just said the 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 vibes going into uh, the vibes going into year two under frost. If I would have told you Jack that year, like, hey, they're gonna go four and eight, and you're gonna feel good, you would have been like, that doesn't make any sense. And they went four and eight, and a lot of people felt pretty good about year two. If I would have told you, well, maybe not you, because I know you really wanted a bowl. But if I would have told a lot of people, it, you know, in August, hey, they're gonna go five and seven, I can guarantee it. I think people would say, yeah, sign me up. You know, that's one win better than last year. It's two wins better than the year before. It would be better in year one under Frost. But the way in in which it it played out, especially, and like, you know, it's funny. In this whole conversation, we've barely mentioned the defense. But the defense (laughs) turning into. (laughs) Yeah, the defense (laughs) turning into like a legit, a legit group you know they they have their faults and they have their issues and you know it sucks like they gave up the drive against Maryland they gave up the drive against Minnesota but for the most part they are ballers and badasses and that's the part that i think people would really be kind of pissed by cuz it it wouldn't feel like this weird team that kind of stinks that oh they should have just done it because they existed in the Big 10 no they should have done it because the defense was like well i mean in fact, they they have eight turnovers in the last two games, games and they lost by six points. Yeah. You know, like, that shouldn't be possible, <laughs> know. you
1: know? No, it's like, it, Last those, year's
0: group, if they have eight turnovers in two games, they lose by 30 in each of them.
1: It felt, feels like after that '09 9 Texas game where it was like, man, you realized all of a sudden how much potential that team had when they played Texas like that, and then you look back, and even though they went to the conference championship game, it's like, Man, and you've got nothing to show for it. And you know you're not going to have a defense like this again. At least that's how we felt in 09. Um, and it's true, mm-hmm. we didn't. You know, they, they, that kind of defense didn't come around again. And that's how I look back on that season now is I'm like, man, if they could have got them some damn offense somehow in that game, in that season throughout the year, what kind of a special team could that have been? I'm afraid that's how you're going to look back at this team when when you go yep. forward as a as a missed opportunity, and you hope the defense continues. I hope this is the staple of the defense. They're not losing a ton. Uh, you would think that they're going to be continue to be solid next year. Uh, hopefully, Tony White stays around as well. But it's it's as bad as we've all wanted a really solid defense, Josh, and not gotten it for so many years. Now that you've gotten it, <laughs> a, a legit one of the top defenses of the conference, one of the one of the better defenses in the entire country and to not have anything to show more it for it, then five and seven is going to be incredibly frustrating. It's going to be frustrating. Do you,
0: do you worry, Jack? Like, does, does your mind start then going into the recruiting of quarterbacks thing too? Like that this season, it doesn't just feel like a waste of a good defense, but it has become such a net negative that you worry how it's going to affect the types of players that they can bring in in that position? Or, yeah, I'm or ske- does your I mean, mind not totally get there? Aren't
1: we all a little skeptical that they're going to be able to flip the offense around pretty quickly? Like the, yes. in the same speed with which they flip this defense around, like I'm skeptical about that, and in in part because of you, it's hard not to look at the Sims thing, right? It's hard not to look mm-hmm. at how poorly that went and not have a little bit of skepticism that it's gonna. If somebody says, "Oh, well, this will be the year they'll get the transfer that works," right? And just the whole yeah. all the quarterback play, coach, everything this year, everything that went along with it. I mean. Look, I don't want to go too far into this cuz we can talk about it all off season, but I really hope they'll have by the time they get a transfer that they've got a quarterback coach who's the one, you know, hand picking and hand working with that transfer that's not the offensive coordinator. That would be my yeah. my hope is that. An actual
0: quarterback going? coach. Yes,
1: the quarterback coach first and then you start the transfer portal process. That's what I hope.
0: Yeah, if you start thinking Jack about like benchmarks of the season that are really going to shape the narrative you know, I can come up with, like, two or three off the top of my head that I think are going to play a big part. The first one I would say is Tony White and whatever, you know, whether it's, like, them announcing, hey, he has a contract extension. Congratulations to Tony White. You know, he's making $2 million a year. Whatever they do with him. Like, that's going to be the first kind of move or one of the first moves, I think, that will fall. Um, obviously, the worst case is something like, Tony White's the head coach at San Diego State. And, like, that's going to shape some conversation. So I'd say that that's the first one. Um Certainly, what if if there is any movement on the coaching staff, and I would have to imagine that we will learn about it fairly soon. Of are they going to keep this staff intact on offense, or are they going to move on? And pardon me for not remembering his name from the tight ends coach, who you know is is who yeah. took over for Wager. Mm-hmm. Do they move Martin. on from him, Martin? Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Alex. Do they move on from him and then say we're going after a quarterbacks coach? You know. That I think that, that – because if they, if they do that, I think that that is a good sign of recognizing your faults. And then, of course, the third one is going to be quarterback, you know, and the names that pop up on who they're interested in and, and who they're going after and what's going on there. Obviously, Daniel Kalin will be signing, so they'll have him in the fold, but he is not going to be the starter next year. So I think that those are the three things that will – they could all go terribly. Two of them could go terribly. One of them could go terribly. Or maybe none of them could go terribly. And, like, that, I think, really helps. Because if if they're able to fix that, at least on paper, I think that people will say, hey, that's nice. They recognize the issue. I think one of the things that this place, the club, and the fan base at large, I don't think... I think the one thing that people don't want is, like, this doubling down for the sake of doubling down. Yeah, I am going to give them grace because... Jack, they have ad- adapted. They've tried to adapt on the fly. We all have issues with the, the offense for one reason or the other, but you have to give them credit for trying something different, for using the option. Like there'd be some coaches who'd be like, "Nope, we're not going to do that." So like they have adapted, but I just I don't think people want to see them try to run this thing back exactly the same. And if they do, let's say they did with the offensive staff, then the next quarterback is. There's going to be a lot of skepticism from the jump. And there probably will be regardless, but right. especially if they don't move on. From
1: no, the I want to see, I, I want to see a quality quarterback coach in there, getting his guy, working with his guy from the jump. That's what I want to see uh, with this. And and then another interesting question, and we have, we're going to have weeks and months to, dis- to discuss this, that how, how do you feel about the rest of the offense fall? If you do get the, uh, the guy at quarterback, if it does work out this time, do you have the pieces around for the most part now that that could make a big difference, that that could be a huge catalyst with this offense? Because, I mean, you are going to have a lot of guys who are who are there this year, and if guys come back from injury, you know, they'll you. Know, potentially-
0: on paper, the skill position players would go from like this massive liability to like maybe they're going to be pretty maybe. solid. Yeah, you know, right, right. Gabe Irvin's going to be back. The run, I mean, Emmett Johnson. I, I'm I'm bullish on Emmett Johnson yeah. in in a running back room where there's better. Better players than him, theoretically. And right. all these young receivers that are getting an opportunity, you, know, you hope that a year in the weight room makes them a whole lot better, too. Yeah, and um, be nice to get a nice transfer wide receiver again. They've
1: got one almost every year uh, to to kind of do the Billy Kemp thing, Samari Touré thing as well. I don't know if Washington— I'd say
0: not the Billy Kemp thing. The T- Samari Touré thing, yes. I don't, I'm, I'm ready to not do the Billy Kemp thing again. Well, He's like 23 catches. I just
1: mean a transfer— in his similarity, similarities to Billy Kemp. I'm not really comparing a style of play of receiver. I'm just saying they've gone out and you can go further back than that. They got the guy from Cal a couple of years before that, too. They've got the senior wide receiver year after year after year that they put on. Obviously, I want a good one, not a bad one, but yes.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I think that goes without saying for the most part. No,
0: Trey I know. Palmer. I just, I would, I would. Trey Palmer. T- yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Those guys. I don't want another Billy Kemp. Trey.
1: Yes. I skipped Trey. Um, yeah. So, all, all I'm saying is, you'd add. I think you could. That would be a that would be an obvious place for an addition, in addition to quarterback yeah. from from the transfer portal uh, to team up with with them. And then we'll see. I don't know if Garcia. I don't know what happens with Washington or Garcia Castaneda. Or I don't know. You know. I don't know if they have a place. I don't know if they want to come back. It's who knows.
0: Will Xavier Betts try to come back and play again? Nah, I don't think so. I would not think so. Um, yeah.
1: And then, we, you know, we have this whole discussion, though, and and I think I think at least I keep bringing stuff like this up because I'm bracing myself for the potential. I'm doing what a lot of fans do, is bracing myself for the potential of another huge disappointment. And, again, it's the macro level on a season of what we've gone through in games over and over again, and it's hard not to want to soften the blow for yourself by just mentally preparing for it right now, an 0-2, an 0-2 finish. But, again, you know, as I do that, I say out of the other side of my mouth, I told you Wisconsin was bad, and they are worse than I ever dreamed that they would be. They suck. They are bad, ha, 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 bad. Um, and there I don't was I do not I don't. I don't even know what Braylon Allen's deal is. He played a few plays, and then he's done. I don't know if he's, he's hurt back. I don't know if he, I know, but he he came back. He tried to come back.
0: And they played what three
1: carries? Yeah, three carries, and then didn't play anymore. They got Mordecai back, and the offense still looked like crap. Um, yeah, and it's it's almost like these guys have decided, hey, we're in a we're in a re, we're, we're shooting for the next couple of years, right? This is not about this year anymore. It's about doing everything we can to make sure we're putting ourselves in the best position for future years. We're not thinking about twenty twenty three anymore. We're thinking about twenty four and twenty five at this point. So yeah. We'll see.
0: There was a question earlier from Travis, and he, when I mentioned casually the uh, the quotes that are coming out of Wisconsin, he said, what are the quotes? So I, I have some of them saved. I've had them basically on my sheets like all week long. So one of the things that, that Luke Fickle said, I believe this was after the game, Jack, was there's not a single complimentary thing right now that we're doing, and I don't think we've done in the last couple of weeks, to be honest with you. So like, that was one thing. The other, and this was, I believe, in his Monday press conference, he said... The bodies aren't exactly what I'm worried about. It's the minds. So that was one thing. And then uh, there were some tweets from former players, including this one um, from – it's Faeon Hicks, right? Faeon Hicks? I don't know. He said this, – this one is the one I think that has given all of us the, the 04 Nebraska vibes. Karma is real. Shouldn't done right, or should have done right by Chris and Jimmy. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. Now we're like the other average teams in college football. No true identity and culture. Like, Jack, I hope that our brothers and sisters up in Madison are preparing for years and years of this two-sides oh. debate of they, why aren't they doing it the old way? Why, don't, oh, why aren't we Josh. winning the Wisconsin way? Yep. I miss our culture. It's you know, so, it's all there. I, I am so glad
1: to pass that off, pass the proverbial <laughs> baton of fan culture infighting because that's what's happening. That's what this all boils down to, right? We all know that. I talk about, I I reference, you know, preparing for the future in, instead of the current, but all of the drama and tension in that program has to do with Chris and Jim Leonard, right? And, and the way that they got treated or not treated at the end of last year in the decision and sort of the intent or internal fissures within that fan base and within that program that it made that left some scars that left some scars and those scars start to bleed when things don't go very well. And that's what you're seeing right now. You can't do that. You can't pull that whole thing off without, without it being difficult when things get bad and people are going to get crappy. And if there are feelings like that inside that locker room, which I don't know if there are or not, but that's when it's really going to manifest itself, and maybe it yep. is already at this point.
0: But yeah, exactly, man. So like, it's that. So I think all that stuff's real. Uh, let me give you one more quote. This is from uh, where is it at? Hunter Woller. He said, "I think there's some people. This is a player. This is a current, current player? player. Okay. I I think there's some people that are bought in, and we need to get everybody." This game doesn't happen with one or two people. It happens with a full team. Whether you play, whether you start on Saturdays, or whether you're running scout team during the week, it takes everybody. Clearly, we don't have everyone on the same page. Again, you want to talk about Man. stuff that I have, ta- have, have had a conversation about on, on the air. I've been on since 2014. If I would have been on the radio in, 20, in 2003 and 2004... I know that I would have been reading quotes yep. similar to that. You know, who is the Wisconsin version of Jason Peter? That guy is probably pissed right now yep. about something that's going on. And, and it's funny, Jack, like as someone who has really given a long leash to the Callahan and Riley regimes, right? And, and Alex says, J.J. Watt. Yeah, I think he's the best uh, in that regard. So I, I gave those guys long leashes, and I'm guessing that you did. I know you did with Riley. I'm guessing you did with Callahan. I I know what it's like when there is one side of the fan base that is pissed that you wronged. They view you wronging one of their own and that's how they view Jim Leonard and even Paul Chris, but certainly Jim Leonard. I think people are pissed about that Um, and the idea of trying to do it a different way you know, trying to run this offense, trying to do, trying an outsider. Yep. And, and like, it's... so I'm, that's why I'm, I'm serious when I say like, I'm feeling for my brothers and sisters in the media up there. And I'm guessing all of us in the club, I'm guessing some of you were, you know, really giving a ton of, of grace to Callahan and a ton of grace to rally. And I'm sure some of you in the club were like, fuck those guys. I'm not going to give them that grace. They should have done better from the start. And that is going to be miserable. And so it really would be fun to call f- uh, come full circle, Jack. If Nebraska kind of uh, just really stuck it to him at the end seriously. of the season, put it made them it, five and six, and then suddenly they're super stressed going into their last game. It would feel like the year. passing of the headcase baton.
1: It would be amazing. Yes. W- that, that's yeah. that should be the trophy in this game, the headcase baton. <laughs> and and uh, yeah. the 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 but the loser gets it instead of the winner in this whole in this whole thing. And I see all the things in the chat. Like, don't mistake us talking about where Wisconsin is right now. For us saying, well, Nebraska's gonna win. Like I don't think well, I think they're gonna lose. <laughs> so I don't I people feel I know people feel the need to con- well, they you know, they lost two other teams who were a mess. Yes, I I know. I know. We're just talking about they certainly could lose. I'm certainly not guaranteeing they're gonna win by any means. I think what I my main point is Rule has one more shot to do, like I was talking about, this proof of concept thing with the psychological thing. He's got one more shot at this thing. To lift them out of the yeah. rut, to be the stronger team mentally, to see the other team is the one that's breaking down mentally. This is that. I mean, this is that shot. Okay, yeah. it, it could have yeah. happened each of the last two games. This is that shot, and other and if and when it doesn't happen, it's going to the all. You know, all of the excitement I had that he had kind of changed the the psyche of this team will really be tamped down for where from where it was three weeks ago.
0: Yeah. Say this about say this about Nebraska Jack and look maybe they're one more win away or one more loss away from these types of quotes coming out but like this group does not seem to be like pulled it. pulled apart you know and 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 I think that it's super impressive given that the defense is awesome and keeping them in games and the offense is a tire fire like that we haven't seen any any signs and I haven't heard anything behind the scenes of any signs of you know discontent in, inside of the program but these quotes if these quotes were happening in Nebraska right now there would be a five-alarm fire. Like, it would be so, so bad. And so, you know, doesn't mean anything? No, they might lose. Nebraska still might lose. Again, I'm going to pick them to lose on the show tomorrow. I can't Um, believe so many people. They have an opportunity. I can't believe
1: so many people thought a incredibly mediocre Wisconsin team last year was just going to transition into a top-15 team this year. All of the people. Okay, I didn't say that. No, but the AP voters did. And and all kinds of, I mean, there were a lot of, they were rated number 15. I'm just saying with what every. No, they were like 19. Weren't they 19? We, I mean, they were polls. They were anywhere from, remember I found one was there as high as 12? Uh, whatever. They were from 12 to 20. It doesn't matter. It, all, each spot there is individually stupid. It was terrible. It was terrible. And yeah. it was the easiest thing to see in the world. it was It was a love of the concept of Wisconsin, which is gone now, by the way. And they're lamenting. Yes. So, but the, the, it it would be a different thing if they were a nine-win team, you know, the year before. If they were great the year before. They were the same team as Nebraska last year. They were the same team as Nebraska yeah, last were, year. They were,
0: look, they, look, I know why they were, like, you, you think that there's this, like, Wisconsin cabal out there. I, can't I thought it was the. It well, it's the it's the Luke Fickle cabal. That's what it was. It was, you know, buying into, People thought, into Fickle. They,
1: they were that much higher on Luke Fickle than Matt Rule and they were in the same situation? Huh.
0: No, no. I mean. They also got a more recognized quarterback, and they had a running back that people knew their name. The issue, yeah, they had a good I think, the back. issue That's that is true. well, I think the issue that popped up with them in in a lot of different ways in terms of like why they fell apart. Their defense is like worse. It's not like horrifically worse. Like they're not giving up forty points, but it's just bad enough that it has really magnified the issues that they have on the offensive side of the ball. And then you know, Braylon Allen gets hurt, Mordecai gets hurt, and it's been a shit show. But I mean. As someone again who is all in on Fickle, and I was one of the many who was like, "Man, Nebraska could have had Fickle. Like, that's a bummer." I want to. Um, I want to. He was. Yeah, he was like one or one A on my list. Yeah, yeah. This shit that's coming out about him right now is not good. I just and don't so know that he's that's handling. the part this. where I am. The,
1: yeah. the I'm trying to si- figure out what's going the on. The Leonard situation put him in a terrible position. To be, I mean, if he couldn't control that, right? I mean, I guess he could have tried to hire him, but like he couldn't control that. You had a guy there that was the favorite to get the, to get the job among a lot of people in yeah. the fan base and on the team. And they underestimated, I think, the impact that that would have. And they also underestimated the impact that they sucked last year and they didn't add enough to make that team better. And they were having a major change of offensive scheme as well that was going to take years that they didn't have the wide receivers. Despite all the transfers they got, they didn't have the wide receivers to run that offense yet, or the quarterback for that matter. So.
0: Yeah, and Mordecai's been horrible. He has three touchdowns and three interceptions. Oh, as He's I said
1: all, all summer long, yeah, he, he had a good year at SMU playing against Swiss cheese defenses, right? I mean, I don't know, whatever. Hey, you know I,
0: what? In all seriousness, as we come full circle, um, let's remember what you just said about Mordecai when Nebraska goes after a G5 quarterback because I think that's going to have to be the play. You think a group of five quarterback? I And that's no information. I'm just guessing. But I'm guessing that they will be going after a group I'm of i I'm excited to see those lists and, and watch
1: those guys who are, who are on those yeah, lists too. and see who all is.
0: So let's just play. remember that, you know, like when we all want to get super. New, and I say this as someone who always gets excited for the new quarterback, because it's always fun to get excited about a new quarterback. But I think what you just said about Mordecai, I think it's very fair and very founded. Um, yeah. And I, even you know, if he I, has the game of I also his agree life on, with on- Sumonji, G five quarterback would be a huge upgrade over our D three quarterbacks. Yeah. One oh, hundred percent. You know what's crazy? I was
1: thinking. I was thinking of the other day. Like on Saturday, uh, Florida State is playing North Alabama, and the quarterback for North Alabama uh, in, in North Alabama is going to get killed. But it's Noah Walters from Lincoln, right? Like if Noah Walters was on this team now, um, like you wonder, the other guys look like D three guys. He's at least an FCS guy. But would he be starting at this point as a walk on?
0: Well, it's crazy. Jack, it's funny you mention him. I had I had someone text me about Noah recently. Now I have no idea if this was like, hey, I think they're gonna go after him, but more I wonder if they'll go after him. As a him. transfer but this person also,
1: yeah. Oh, I doubt it. I doubt it.
0: Yeah. Um no, I would something to I, keep an eye on maybe. I
1: would doubt it. I think he's doing I think he's doing well there, but I don't I would be surprised if that actually happens. But yeah, we'll see. That'd be interesting. Yeah. That'd be, and what uh, what what and what about the Gretna kid? What's his situation in Oklahoma State now? Oh, I mean, Floors? Yeah, do you add him for, I mean, not necessarily even as the starter at this Zane,
0: point? Zane, don't call me Flores Floors. Oh, is it, is it pronounced Floors? Have I been saying it wrong all my life? Yeah. Oh, you don't remember this? Yeah, it was a huge to do when we learned that it's pronounced Floors, not is, Flores. Oh, he
1: posted Walter's stats. I'm trying to look at me like an old man trying to read it. They're fine. Yeah, 19, they're 19 not. touchdowns yeah, each that's the last two years, thought. 12 picks, 10 touchdowns, yeah. t- 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 12 picks. No, he's had a, he's had a good. I mean, oh, 19 touchdowns, twelve picks. Okay, yeah. I thought that said ten and twelve. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: That'd Gotta be. cool. to that love completion if he came percentage back. up. I'd love it if he came back. I just and, want a quarterback who can complete passes. That's what I want. That'd right? be nice. Sixty percent can right? complete passes. I'd be all right with that. Can you not turn the ball over every five seconds?
1: Yeah. Over under on turnovers for Nebraska this game,
0: three and a half. Is that too low? That's probably the number. That's the number? That's probably the number. Three and a half? If they can turn the ball over only twice, I think they'll win.
1: Yeah. It's it's not like anybody saying, don't turn it over at all. Right? It's just like, don't turn it over five times.
0: Yeah. All right. One more. Chess says, do you think floors would be an improvement over the current quarterback? I have no idea. It's hard to imagine. I don't... Like, the answer I want to say is, of I course so. he would be. Why wouldn't he be? But, I, you know, these quarterbacks have thrown how many interceptions and how many, you know, touchdowns? I mean, I guess if I think Walters might be, then,
1: of course, I just have seen yeah. Walters yeah. play. And I've seen Walters play, and he's played a ton. Flores hasn't played at all at this point. So it, it's hard to know, but but maybe. Flores, sorry, yeah. Flores, not Flores. Yeah. Uh Flores, says, I feel like Flores. if he's Don't not actively Flores bad, Flores. and it's Flores. improvement. Yeah, exactly. I mean, keep in mind where we started this thing. You're starting the guy who's supposed to be having surgery and whose parents might not want him to play. So, yeah, pretty much anyone whose parents wanted to play and aren't having surgery and is not constantly throwing the ball to the other team is an improvement. That's a lot of quarterbacks. It's a big group of quarterbacks yes. right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, hey, by the way, just a heads up. I don't know if you had any other thing that you wanted to promote or shout out, Josh, but I have posted, Josh and I worked on this today. We have our whole schedule pretty much with a few oars in there, but pretty much all knocked out all the way through February, all the way until almost the NCAA tournament. So I have pinned that in the in the uh, live events channel. So if you ever want to take a look at that, there are several Wednesdays where there are either Husker football games in a couple of cases, maybe a Creighton game. One of them is Valentine's Day, where we've said we'll do it Tuesday or Thursday, so we'll make those calls closer. But we have very, we've got a very deep schedule. If you want to just get them on your calendar, or take a look there. So check that out, including what we're going to be doing on uh, on Saturday and then through the Thanksgiving weekend as well. So
0: and nope. yeah, and a couple other things on top of that, Jack. One thing that we did not put up there was NFL podcasts and. Those are going to be, you know, those are every three weeks during the season. And so we'll be back Sunday night after the Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, Jack and I will, or uh, Shafe and I will be, and then we'll be doing week 15, week 18. And I believe that our plan is to do every week during the playoffs. I don't know about the Super Bowl. I'll ask Shafe. Um obviously it probably would depend a little bit on who is in the Super Bowl so we'll talk about that. And it also didn't mention the Nebraska ball pod. Is that back tomorrow, Jack? They're, is that back tomorrow?
1: Well, you, you'd have to ask Kell and Sut themselves. I think they're planning on it, but I've not got a full confirmation. So go ahead and tag them in the basketball channel and ask them if they're planning on it. Uh they do plan to get going on Fridays though. Uh, and I yeah. I think they might be planning on going tomorrow, but I know they're kind of trying to figure out schedules and babies and and those sorts of things. But the eventual plan is to have them going again on Fridays. So, yeah, Friday night, uh, Lonely Hearts Club can hang out and listen to the Nebraska Ball podcast, which should be fun.
0: Yeah, and then I know they're planning on doing some post-game stuff as well. And one more thing, uh, Alex says, no Black Friday show. Yeah, there was uh, some confusion in my family's the ticket end, and so Jack and I are now no longer going to the game together, I'll just which sucks. i stay home and watch um, it by myself. Yeah, so we don't. I we're probably not doing a Black Friday show, but we'll be on the uh, we'll be on the pod next Wednesday or next. Uh, excuse me, next Saturday. 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 We'll Speaking still do Saturday
1: of. morning, Speaking like a post game pod. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. No, no Wednesday show next week because of Thanksgiving. We're gonna do Monday. Monday. So we will do essentially the same time. It'll be the second quarter and then halftime of the Chiefs Eagles game, and then we'll say see you later. So we will have a pod in in it's a throwback the, next week. It just won't be a midweek throwback to two, exactly. fall two thousand Monday night watch party.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, good times,
0: good times.
1: Yeah. All indeed. right. Uh, you got anything else, Josh? Podcasters need to hear.
0: No, subscribe. Tell your friends. I mean, why did I say subscribe? Everyone in here is a subscriber. We love you. Though I guess if you're listening to no this podcasters. on Saturday morning, yeah. uh, before before yeah, before the games get going, we would love to have you in here for as low as three dollars a month. Uh, I think the off season, I think, is going to be a ton of fun just because there will be a lot of player movement that's happening in and out of the program and we'll see what they do coaching-wise. So there will be stuff to follow, and then hopefully Nebraska can continue to win and cover like they are early on in the season.
1: That'd be good. Get into the basketball stuff. Get into, like you said, transfer portal season. And we're not – Josh and I are not really pushing hard at this point because we really like the club as it is, but um, it doesn't mean it's not – uh, enjoyable at this point, And it's slowed down by any point. We're just not, we're not pushing super hard to add a bunch. So uh, if you're, uh, if you are in the club, be sure and still tell people, come on in. Uh, we, you're welcome to, welcome to join us as well. So as we get going through the off season, all right, we'll talk to you later. Podcasters have a good one. Join at uh, patreon.com slash I80 club.